0: i Spaces Welcome to the ether. Today is Saturday, February 12th, 2022. At luart.io. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launch pad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community focused and designed to be a user friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at WeFund.app. Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, we have part two of the two-part AMA with Comdex, hosted by Cosmos Spaces and the IBC gang. Let's take a listen.
1: Oh hey, what's up, D Sebester? D Sebster? Jeez, your name's
2: hard. That was pretty close. How are you guys? <laughs> A quick question about um, like the voting and the community pool, right? So um, whomever wants uh, to be part of a pool or they ask for um, funds from the community pool, right? So how does that affect us, the little guys that have uh, 10, 11, 12 uh, tokens?
3: Do you mind repeating that question again, man? Sorry, I just trying to make sure I understood it properly. Okay,
2: so whenever there's proposals about the, the last one was uh, Chihuahua that wanted to um, be integrated to state tax, right? So they asked for X amount of Osmo. So it's taken out of the community pool. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so yeah. whenever we, whenever the, they pay out for X projects. So does that affect APR? Does that affect anything? Or it's just that there's less tokens in there? It would probably have an effect on APR eventually.
3: Like there's a, there is at the end of the day, like a finite supply of osmosis. I don't know if like you know the, the one they asked for with the Huawei, like would be enough to actually affect something, especially for Huawei where there is no actual cap. Um, but with osmosis, yeah, like there is technically like a limited number of them. There's a finite cap, so I mean, there is a, a world where like. Doing something like that could affect APRs, but it's a vision that the community, like collaboratively, would make to um, make decisions that would ultimately benefit the protocol and the overall ecosystem. Right? It was when, like, when Juno was trying to decide whether or not they wanted to incorporate into Kepler for the to the tune of
2: three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Well, there's some separate things in that question. So there's um, uh, different chains can provide. External liquidity to osmosis, but something like the stake, the uh, stake tax thing, that's coming from the Chihuahua community pool, not the osmosis community pool.
4: Yeah, I mean I know well about that. So, the one of the things the Chihuahua chain does is they run multiple validators and they take 10% of their proceeds and they they throw it back into the community pool anyway. So it's not like the community pool doesn't increase over time and and that goes the same thing with osmosis so at osmosis we've already had region and stars provide incentives to our community pool um so like stars for example they started off as as worth zero and they took a loan out of osmo and they paid it back i think even with principal in in stars so like the the goal, I guess, at Osmosis for the community pool is to have like a diverse portfolio with other assets in it. So the fund can just keep going on, you know, indefinitely. So that's kind of things that a lot of these um, community pools do. They kind of provide back into it. So it's not like it just dries up every time. Also, a note on that Dick proposition. One of
2: the validators, Stake, just did that on his own to take care of it. So there's no need to, uh, provide $20,000 of
3: chihuahua anymore. That's really awesome. And, uh, one point to add another by tricky here is that when you, um, let's say the example with the osmosis coming from the fund is that depending who you're paying, those funds are now in circulation. So it could
2: affect the price of the token as well, depending on what happens with it. Cool. One more question about um, like Juno Mint and Juno Swap and everything. So, since they're online, anybody that who's anybody can create their own token, their own DAO, and so on and so forth. So, that's why we're getting like HULC and stuff like that.
4: (laughs) What does it cost? 20 20 Juno to mint your own token? Is that how much it costs?
2: I didn't go that far, but. You can go on Juno Mint and you fill up everything, and you now have your token. And
4: I, I want to say I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I, I recall looking and seeing. I think it costs 20 Juno to mint your own token. I think that's what it is.
2: And you can just send it out to anybody with a
4: Juno address. Yeah, I mean, you could do whatever you want. You don't have to send it out to anyone. You could just create your own token. Like, so if you have like a a group of guys or whatever, and you wanted to create like your own token just to have, you could do that or you can airdrop it to any Juno holders and things of that nature. Thanks guys.
5: Hey, listen, I got to split. I just wanted to thank you guys for hosting these and I'll catch you on the shade episode tomorrow. Oh yeah.
1: Tell them
4: about that one. Uh, what do you got planned for tomorrow? So tomorrow we got, uh, a couple guys going to speak about shade and then, um, domrium labs which is like a player to earn game on secret and we also might have uh it's called button it's like an aggregator for secret so i guess i'm becoming like the secret show i mean i didn't intend that but a lot a lot of the people uh they're just very excited and want to share their knowledge so it's like i'm just going to go with it for now at least but yeah i mean it's going to be a little bit of a secret show might talk more about uh Invest in strategies and just go from there. But it'll be kind of like the same concept. They'll talk, and if community members have questions, because I'm not gonna lie, I'm not an expert on Secret at all. It's kind of just like what I've been learning lately a lot, a lot about. So I have a lot of interest, and you know, I have a lot of interest with all the tokens, but primarily right now, I've been just kind of focusing on Secret's ecosystem. I'm gonna tune in. I want to learn more about them for sure.
3: You guys should definitely listen to Haas' show tomorrow. That man is an excellent host and gives a lot of really cool strategies in this space.
4: I try, man. I just I just want everyone to make it, man. Like it's like if you're in this in this show and you're talking and you're just here listening, even if you don't want to ask questions, I just I hope nothing but the best, man. And I want everyone to make it. It's like I just that's all I want, really. Is just everyone to make it. We don't have to live like hamsters on the on a wheel for the rest of our life. So, like, my strategy was, this is kind of what my strategy was when Osmosis launched. I was like, I have a decent job in real life. And if I lost everything that I had invested in crypto, I could still live like a normal human being. So I just, I'm going for it, you know? So it's like, why not?
6: Hey, guys, I'm working uh, on a project and uh, I would like to uh,
4: deploy the website on our cash. Do you guys know
6: anything about how to do it?
4: So it was your question? You want to build a website that's launched on Akash? Is that what you said? Yeah.
6: Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to find out how, how do I do it. I don't know if you guys if, know. If,
4: if I were you, I would just at uh, Greg on on uh, in, uh on, um Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I did. I'm just waiting for him to answer, but... He didn't... He's, dude, he's so active. I'm surprised he didn't answer you. He, like, literally he, is on the He honorable.
6: answered me at first. He answered me at first. Why I'm just waiting for his answer But so, you see, yes, he's, he's going to help me, but I'm just I waiting for him. Do you
4: have me on Telegram? Oh, uh, let me see. If you do, just send me a reminder and I can I can get the answer for you. Who
1: doesn't have you on freaking Telegram, huh? I don't
4: know. I have so many DMs. It's crazy. It's, you're, it's, it's crazy. You're a monster. You're everywhere, huh? I try to be. I love Telegram. It's like, it's literally like just i have a screen devoted just to telegram all day long yeah i love telegram you know it's crazy before um before uh osmosis really i don't even think i had a telegram i I didn't even i didn't even have a twitter ever my whole life until uh july i think it was i was so anti because i'm like real private so i don't want any of that stuff you know like i i have uh a Facebook, the only reason I keep it because I went to school far away from where I live at now and a lot of the people that I uh, I played ball in college and did decent in my life so like I don't talk to a lot of people that I used to talk to but the other day I, I met up with, uh, had to get a hold of someone that lives in Puerto Rico so like I went on Facebook because I knew he was on there and just hit him up with a message because I'm thinking potentially of moving down there because I don't know if you guys know about do you guys know what Act 60 is? So Act sixty, whenever like Katrina hit, was it Katrina, that real bad hurricane? No, I don't. I don't know what it was called. The one that like just this, this crushed Puerto Rico with that hurricane a few years ago. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, dude, that was that was really terrible for. for so Puerto it was, Rico. yeah, so I I played I played <laughs> fall, uh, winter ball down in Puerto Rico, and um, you know, I actually have a lot of people that I kind of know down there. But what America did is, if you live if you become a resident there and you live there for at least 183 days in a year that you can qualify basically not to have to pay federal taxes. Cause like America is the only country where say you worked in like Colombia or something and you made a million dollars, you still have to pay federal taxes to America, even though that you don't live in America, you're just a citizen, which to me is criminal. But anyhow, the only Say tax loophole around that is if you do what I'm telling you about Act 60, you, you become a Puerto Rican resident, you live there for at least 183 days that you literally only pay four percent tax. There's no capital gains, and you can live there and you don't have any federal tax. So say you sold a million dollars instead of selling it and paying like over 300,000 dollars in federal taxes, you basically would only pay four percent, and all you have to do is donate at least 10,000. To, to Puerto Rico and you have to hire one person from Puerto Rico. That's it. And then you can live there. And, and Puerto Rico is beautiful. It is beautiful,
1: huh? I want to go there this year. Me and my wife set a goal to visit, but I, I've heard that. I've heard that before. Um, What else did I hear? That if you already have crypto, right before becoming a resident, that's a whole different subject though, right? You're going to have to pay taxes on whatever you hold before you become a um, a citizen. A I resident. have not a-
4: I haven't looked into all that yet to see. I mean, knowing the, knowing the government, I could see that being the case, which would kind of defeat the whole purpose. That would kind of suck because, I mean, that's the whole par- purpose of it. You know, like it's actually grown down there a lot. Like a lot of day traders, people in crypto, a lot of Americans are doing it because it's just like, it's it's so criminal. Like you go to sell a million dollars worth of crypto and you basically just lose half right away for no reason. for For what? you know so it's like you go if you move down there you're you're you only have to pay 4%. one thing
3: i would caution excuse me one thing i would caution that i've heard about this is that uh the locals are getting really upset with um you know mainland americans moving down there and building these McMansions mansions and gentrifying the locals out of their own island so just uh something to keep in mind they're not very happy about it Oh, yeah, don't be walking
1: around with a Bitcoin shirt, for sure,
4: or Ethereum shirt. <laughs> I'm not of Puerto Rico. There's a place that's called Dorado. It's like, uh, I think it's called Dorado. It's about 30, 25 minutes from San Juan, which is the main airport. And it's a real safe community. It's like gated off and everything. And, I mean, that's what they, I mean, maybe the rest of the island, because it is a very, um, it's, it's I, I'm not going to lie, I was there, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, and, I remember we we had a day off and I went down, a couple of my buddies, my teammates, were down there just, we were playing basketball, just messing around. And all these kids came up. I felt horrible, man. They came up and none of them had shoes on and stuff. It was terrible. And it was just like, they're playing basketball on concrete. It's like 90 degrees out barefoot. You know, it's like, that's terrible. They don't even have money to buy shoes. Some Some of the places down there. And I'm sure whenever that hurricane just ripped it apart that that didn't do any good for anyone either
1: off topic, but whatever happened to those like Michael Saylor tweets that said that he's buying this much Bitcoin or whatever?
4: I haven't seen any of those recently. What a cult that is, man. Nothing <laughs> against Bitcoin, but that is like the ultimate cult ever oh yeah, it's such a cult, man like you get like it, it, what's what's crazy about Bitcoin is they no matter what I swear if you're a first. First part time ever using crypto, you're going to buy Bitcoin because it's just like you can't you can't help yourself. It's just there's too many shillers. It's like all it is is shillers that and Ethereum. It's like you always you you know, you're always going to go there first. Yeah, always. Like I know i, I there. <laughs> Everyone was there. Like, I had Bitcoin. I don't own any Bitcoin anymore. I don't own any ER... I basically don't own any ERC-20s. I think I have a little bit, but it would cost me more to send it than I even have value. So I just leave it there and don't don't even think about it.
1: Yeah, I that's the first coin I bought, Bitcoin.
4: Yeah, I remember DCA and being like, oh, man, I'm so I'm so cool. Like, I got Bitcoin. Like, I'm so cool. And then... The best thing I ever did was get rid of all of it because there's no I don't even know how much more I made in IBC than I would have just by holding on Bitcoin. It's just it's crazy. Dude,
1: it's, but forget about even saying you don't hold any Bitcoin and talking to these Bitcoin Maxis that you're into Cosmos. Forget about that. They'll they'll start freaking following you and just commenting on every tweet that you should buy Bitcoin. There there's
4: there's some Maxis out there, guys, for sure. They're beyond Maxis. They're delusional. You know what I mean? Like, Michael Saylor's delusional. I hope the dude's right. I hope. I, I mean, for the sake of everyone, I hope one Bitcoin is worth, like, a couple million. Do I see it happening? No, I don't. I really don't, because it's bad technology. And I hate to say it, you know, there's probably a lot of people in here who hold Bitcoin. I, I Like I said, I hope Bitcoin goes to 10 million, you know, but I, I don't see it happening. It's just that it's it's like a cool... The only thing I could say say about it is that it is kind of cool and it's like retro. It's like, it's like a, a token. That's an NFT. Basically it has like prestige, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm a little bit brain dead right now, but it's, it it has like prestige, you know, it's like nostalgia, so to speak, but I don't see it. Like if you had, say you had one, if you had enough USD to buy one Bitcoin, whatever Bitcoin is, say it's 40 K right now, you're, there's no way in hell. You're going to make more with 40k of Bitcoin than you would a 40k in a diverse IBC portfolio. There's just no. There's just no way. Yeah. You don't get airdrops for Bitcoin. Like it's not like hey you own Bitcoin you're getting all these no just airdrops alone plus the APRs and osmosis and then you have Juno swap and all the different dexes and IBC. It's just it doesn't make any sense.
1: No 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 no, no freaking staking rewards either. I mean that's well, that's a big that's a big thing too, and.
4: I've talked to a lot of people that are like really way higher, way up, up on the scale compared to I am with, with technology and they've crunched the numbers. I think it's only like 1% of the people on planet earth that that could, it could scale to, it's just the, the amount of hardware and tech that it takes to just mine Bitcoin and, you know, basically transfer the Bitcoins and all the transactions. It can't scale past like 1%. There's just not enough energy on planet earth and delusional Michael Saylor will tell you otherwise, but it's just the fact like there's 8 billion people on the planet. There's no way even like a 10th of the people on the planet can send and transfer Bitcoin over and over and over. It just can't happen. It's just, I mean, I don't know if anyone's here mine Bitcoin, but like I used to do it back in the day and it, it was like so effortless and like it didn't kill my computer. Now, if I want to mint Bitcoin on my own computer and I have a powerful computer. I might make like three or four dollars a day of Bitcoin. And by the time it just des- destroys my graphics card, it's not worth it. Dude, have you, know you, we you looked into uh, the Latin Latin
6: network
4: though? Yeah, I've heard about it. I've seen I've seen uh videos, but how secure is that though? Not that
6: secure for now, but it's getting there.
4: That's the thing though, like IBC is so secure. It's like, what's the point? Like, if when, when it comes over, that nomic, if you guys got that nom airdrop, like that's gonna bridge over Bitcoin. And then maybe I will buy some Bitcoin because it's on IBC, but I'm just, I just don't get it. Like,
6: and that's so not what do you, so what do you see about like the scarcity of Bitcoin and, and Bitcoin with the, the whole uh following that Bitcoin I have now? So it's kind of like, I feel like but, it's a no brainer for the long term.
4: Yeah, but even saying that though, what, what, why can't like Luna be the new Bitcoin? It actually has a stablecoin value to it. You can burn it, and it, like, there, there's, and it, I don't know, like, like Luna has an ecosystem. Like, I think Luna's a better choice than Bitcoin for like a store of value. That's just me though. the, you might, you might, mean, the thing is, you yeah. might,
6: you might be right though. But it's kind of like Bitcoin been there for like thirteen years, and they haven't been hacked, and. Bitcoin as like all those history. For, I'm not saying Bitcoin is like the best coin ever, but I just say like it's, it's the, it's the, like the, the, actually like the OG coin. And
4: yeah, that's I what
6: I do see Bitcoin being, being adopted everywhere and maybe become the reserve currency. So if see, that happens,
4: I just don't think it'll ever be a reserve currency because it's too slow. Like if you, you can do the studies on, I think it's Ecuador. Like people are pissed down there because like, like it just takes forever. You get on there to spend it. It takes forever. Like imagine being, running a shop, right? And you're like, Hey, that's going to be $30. And someone tries to use Bitcoin. You have to wait a half hour. Like, all right. Yeah. Um, you know, half hour later then the transaction goes through. Like to me, that's not, that's not, it, it was never even intended to be a store of value. It just fell, it fell to that because it wasn't good tech. And well, that oh. got
3: fixed a bit with the Lightning Network, right? That was one thing. Um, the Lightning Network really addressed the transaction speeds. But also, I think the reason why it sticks around the way it is is because it's like the most sensor proof cryptocurrency out there. Like, let's look at just to say, let's say Adam, right? Like, obviously, 130 something validators is quite decentralized. But let's be honest, if you really wanted to put in the time and the money, like if Apple had decided to take their $500 billion, they could buy atom right now right or they could buy the validators or whatever and control the network but bitcoin not only is there such like there's like a literal trillion dollar market cap but also there are thousands of nodes worldwide like you couldn't shut it down if you tried and for some people that's highly appealing yeah in
4: in the (laughs) same in the same realm of things though like yeah i understand that but you know like michael saylor and Um, like BlackRock and all the people that have all those billions of dollars in it. Like they hold, they hold conventions, like how CosmosVerse has it. Like they can easily manipulate it too, though. Like if you, if you have, I don't know how many Bitcoins that Michael Saylor and them guys have, but like they can easily do stuff too. I mean, so when we hear about decentralization, like, yeah, I mean, technically nothing's a hundred percent decentralized. Do I think, Crypto in general will always be around, and I always think—no, no knock against Bitcoin. And so, I, it's not going to die. To answer your question, I never think it's going to die. I just think if you had, if someone was like, "Hey, I'm put put a uh, ultimatum, put a gun to your head," you have to yield the best return. Is it going to be with Bitcoin or, the, or this other asset? It's going to be the other asset. Yeah, stable wise, do I think Bitcoin will be around probably forever? Probably. I mean, I could see it where it's. It is and it isn't though, but like I just think you're better off by spreading it around with all these up and coming technologies because even if the way I look at IBC is like even if some of them don't make it, there's gonna be some that do. So it's like you're better off that way, you know? It's like I that's just how I look
7: at
6: it. No, you right though, but for me, the way I see Bitcoin, I see Bitcoin as a store of value that's always gonna go up. So the way I see, I feel like. I own but i do feel like bitcoin gonna that's that, not financial advice but i do feel like bitcoin one day might be might be worth one million dollars one day so i'm like let's say i own one bitcoin i'm like it's a no burner i could just hold it for maybe five thingy and just keep it there, never know what's gonna happen but with ibc i do believe ibc with the whole cosmos i'm a big fan of cosmos i do believe like it's gonna be the future but i do still see bitcoin as, as like a place as a a major place oh yeah i mean i don't
4: don't disagree with that yeah i'm i i don't ever want to come off as like being a bitcoin hater i just i look at it financially i just think it you know it's like technology you always go for the best technology and yeah like bitcoins is decentralized but i just don't look at it as a good technology because you can't spend it really unless you have a half hour to wait to spend it and i know that's not really the purpose of it but you know, you. I could send you Adam right now. It'll take you know a few seconds for you to get it, and that that to me is what what I look for. Stuff like that, plus building ecosystems around it. Like Bitcoin is kind of like its own island, and yeah, there's trillions of dollars in it. It's it's not going anywhere. I'm not saying Bitcoin's going to zero at all,
1: but the I, ecosystem is important, though. In my opinion, um, we have more, we have a different uh, set of ecosystems within Cosmos. So
4: yeah a whole different type of depths,
1: you know and i'm not and, a,
4: i'm not, yeah exactly and i'm not a luna maxi at all I, I own luna i don't stake any luna disclaimer and i don't ever go on their ecosystem and do and partake and i probably should but i look at it like that to me that's more of a, a store of value because the whole burning mechanism with ust and um luna and ust is going to be the number one stable coin in crypto it's just a matter of time like it's going to happen like you know tether and usdc it's going to move out of the way ust will be the number one stable coin it just has a perfect mechanism of how they do it and so that's only going to bring value to ibc it's only going to bring value to luna you know and and like the whole scaling thing i just like like i said i i'm not as smart as some of these people and there's been a lot of people that ran the numbers and the tech and how much power consumption it takes it's just Bitcoin can't scale mass adoption for the whole the whole planet. It just can't. It's just not. It's not feasible. Yeah,
6: but people are working on it. But anyway, it's it's a. I feel like Bitcoin is not. The, it's not like fully, fully, fully evolved yet. So it's still, still, it's still a, it's still a work in progress.
4: I mean, it's, for sure. But think about it though. Wait, how, how long? have You said Bitcoin's been out thirteen years, 13 years. or so. Yeah, like just use some of these IBCs, use Juno and all these guys. Like what what where's that gonna be in thirteen years? Do you think the ROI would be better on that or on Bitcoin? I don't think
6: the that's thing the thing is problem. I don't know. That's the thing with me. I mean I none of know. us, no, really. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Serious. I don't know. The thing for me, I don't even know if Bitcoin gonna be there in the next years or the next few years. I just know for me, I do believe Cosmos is gonna be like one of the cosmos ecosystem gonna be like one of the top performer ever in crypto, but I do believe like Bitcoin gonna be like a, a store of value. Because I do believe like when the major company and the major money come in, the first thing they will buy is Bitcoin. I don't think they will go some other place. That's that's what I see. Oh I'm yeah like, I definitely see yeah that. so if that happened when all those big companies all those witch guys come and be like yeah I'm gonna buy something and they buy Bitcoin what's gonna happen to Bitcoin because you're gonna shoot up. So I'm like let's say I out some Bitcoin and may- that Happen as your sale or something like that. But just it's just like the way Bitcoin is i mean, situated yeah, right, now. Sure. The way situated right now. the way bitcoin sits right now is like it's it's like the the brand name of the old crypto asset, so
4: yeah there's there's a lot of money and a lot of shillers. and and you can't it, it's like the mainstream media it's just like anywhere you go, people are showing bitcoin because there's just like michael saylor and his group of people and all all that money that they have that's all they do all day long is just show it that's all they do and that's the thing that ibc doesn't do we don't show just they just build you know so i get that
6: you're right for me i'm not a big fan of bitcoin too i'm kind of like i'm just if i can't i'm just gonna partake in the in the one up (laughs) yeah that's the way i see i'm not like a guy like (laughs) who really like i should the only thing I know I love so is like the cosmos, but like for a big one I'm kind of like, it's a store value. Maybe it's gonna go up. I'm just gonna take a chance, and if it doesn't, I have a cosmos, who's gonna give me more, more work, more, more profit. So,
3: Bitcoin's just one steady man. Like that's that's what it is. Like I, crypto being a risky, risky like asset base. But like it's like when boomers fucking sorry, um, <laughs> invest in like the one percent, two percent a year bonds. Right, you look at them and you're like, why the hell would you do that? And they're like, Well, it's a sure thing. thing it, um, yeah, the <laughs> thing
4: the thing that gets me worried a little bit about Bitcoin is I don't know. There's there's been so many shillers, and I know a lot of shillers, they give you these wild price price things. But literally everyone, everyone said that Bitcoin was gonna be at least like a couple hundred K by now. Like everyone did. Like literally everyone, no matter yeah. if it was a small shiller, a big shiller. You it know, almost
8: it, did though, right? It went to like 70 K.
4: Yeah, it went to 70, but not like people were like, no matter what, it's gonna be at least 250 K by end of year. You know, it's like, I don't know. I just don't see the ROI being worth worth it. It's like I just I just don't. I just don't
8: and, yeah, I mean if you're short terming it's no, even, even
4: long term though, like if you find a good good technology like these IBC techs, like it's like to me. It's just you just get so much more bang for your buck, man. You get such a bigger, diverse portfolio where it doesn't even matter what there's like ERC twenties and those other other asset classes. The because you're just it's just the way to be. To be honest with you, like I've been there all the all the you know I used to have a lot of Bitcoin. I used to have a lot of Ethereum. It's just I don't know. It felt so relief for me personally, and it's not not the way everyone should be. I just felt more relieved when I got rid of all of it. I just did personally
7: that's
3: a man with a conviction right there
4: i am man like I, I i came you know i had a bunch of ethereum i had a bunch of bitcoins just i don't know it felt boring <laughs> it did man like it just kind of felt boring
8: i mean
3: i think you're you're preaching at the choir here i think everyone here is a ibc maxi and everyone who is recently joining will soon learn the way Speaking like a cult leader, um,
6: IBC's the way.
3: Welcome
1: to Matt, welcome to Cosmos, a church. Um, that dude, they do have those like, um, Bitcoin on uh, church on like, um, Clubhouse. They actually do have a Bitcoin church, just want to point that out. Oh, god, yeah, wait,
6: are you are you, are you serious?
1: I'm freaking serious, yeah. I'll <laughs> be like, okay, just, just to give you an example of what happens, I like, Join him just for fun. Um, they'll be the priest, right? And uh, they'll bring up somebody to the stage,
8: and then he'll be like, "How are you? What have you have you committed?" And they'll like, "Today I
1: provided liquidity in this type of pool, and I've transferred this shit coin and this shit coin out." And then after that, they'll say Bitcoin prayer, and they'll be like, "We'll forgive you for all your sins." No, i'm serious there's literally a bitcoin church on clubhouse
6: <laughs> no, you see, he, he's, mean, cool. he's not making that it up country. he would
4: be delusional like michael saylor if he's making this up. i'm not <laughs> yeah. i hate
3: that too much like we get enough flack on the internet from people that are like anti-crypto anti-nfts because of like dicks who are like minting nfts of other people's ip or something but like Something like that really makes it hard to pretend that crypto's legitimate. Not pretend, but you know, like convince people that crypto's legitimate. When you got people being like, "Yeah, it's a cult. We have churches." Yeah,
1: nuts, dude, nuts.
6: Yeah, I, I would never understand Michael Silver like the way. <laughs> I remember watching a video from him was like, "You need to sell your house. You need to mortgage your house. Mortgage everything for all right." Like, yo, I... this dude is crazy.
8: <laughs> I I actually have a friend who is selling his property he's got like 10 acres and he's like going all in on cosmos so i don't think michael sawyer's that crazy for having people at his like wealth tier do that for bitcoin i think with cosmos like the beautiful part of it with ibc and everything is that like we can like bring in all these people and create startups just global startups all over the place and where bitcoin it's kind of like more for i don't know established you know
4: elitist basically
8: well i mean yeah we call them elitist but like what is ibc group what are we going to be in five years from now are we going to be considered elitist
1: no i think we're still going to remain like the ibc
8: gang man you think think with all the wealth that we're all going to achieve like we're still going to be as like, I don't know, ground, like grassroots as we are currently. You don't think that like everybody's going to view us as the elitist in five years from now. Hmm. It's an excellent question.
3: Also, I think it's highly irresponsible of Sailor to tell anybody to mortgage their house for Bitcoin. Well,
8: that's completely irresponsible. I told my buddy that was a terrible idea for the record.
3: I, I believe in Bitcoin too, but like don't tell somebody to risk their house On Bitcoin, like if you want to, sure. But if you are a billionaire who owns one percent of the Bitcoin supply, don't tell people to mortgage their house. You're a uh, terrible
8: person for doing that.
4: I mean, there's nothing wrong with like if someone, if you have like an asset, like your home's worth like 200k, and you're like take a small loan to you know take a risk. I mean, that it's all on people's risk tolerance, but I would never say the whole entire, I mean, that goes for anything. You should never leverage your whole asset for anything, really, even if you think it's a sure thing, you know, it's like, you should only, I think most rich, most wealthy people live on like 15 to 20% leverage of whatever their assets are. I mean, which I think that's a pretty good amount. So like, if you have assets that you want to, you know, invest in, you know, you can use that as collateral, but I would never use more than like 15, 20% think it's stupid if you do more than that you're just asking for trouble
3: but some people don't understand that right they they a lot of people aren't investment savvy so they see this really really rich guy who says this thing's going to go to the moon it's the way of the future and you got two people working in manufacturing let's say however many jobs are left and they go cool let's put the entire house up it's going to go to the moon like the problem is that you're you're preaching to the uneducated masses in a very public way, and it's it, it's dangerous and irresponsible, and really, in a way, it, it makes it appear more like a
8: scam because he's pumping his own bags when people do that. Yeah, I agree. This is why South Park makes uh, episodes. Yeah, condemning Matt Damon.
1: What's up,
9: Ruben? Welcome, man. Hey, fam. Um the comment was, I, I don't see a lot of chains building IBC type functionality. And that might be the difference in terms of, um, you know, whether we become the new, the new old, like the, the new, the monster we sold to destroy, so to speak. What do you mean? You hear a lot of stories about depolarization of wealth, decentralization of power, right? And a lot of the early narratives, we're talking like 2010 and prior. And um, then you look at the sort of capital density across the various chains, and um, what is this? What is the distribution curve like? How many wallets have more than one Bitcoin versus a, t- a fraction of a fraction of a fraction? And sort of look at that distribution curve. Something like seventy, eighty percent of wallets are held in less than one percent of the wallet count total. And that doesn't look to me like decentralizing wealth uh, or, or de-polar- depolarizing wealth or decentralization of power. It just looks like a wealth transfer, right? Um, what I think is really interesting about the, um, the folks working in and around IPC is that um, the flavor of maxi is uh, interoper- they're basically interoperability maxis, um, which is um, counter to sort of the, the traditional maxi approach, I guess. To me,
4: well, yeah. The, t- the tidbit off of that, I mean, the wealth. I mean, just think about you. Technically, what is it? I, the Neto uh, airdrop. You can only, I think it was ten Juno, and if you voted, you could have got like a, over eleven netas, which at the time, you know, could have been worth fifteen grand or whatever. So, you technically could have made, I don't know, how much X on your your initial investment. Like, you don't get that in those other. You know, there's other ecosystems. This is, like, the gift that keeps on giving. And that's why I felt, you know, one of the many reasons why a lot of us fell in love with this ecosystem is that it gives back to the community. I don't know, and not, nothing against, like, Bitcoin or those other ecos. I don't think it really gives back. You know, it, it, may, it may want to give back, but they don't literally give back. That's really one of my, you know, when we were just speaking about the Bitcoin in the future and compared to IBC, like... IBC gets back like you just you get more tokens the decentralization of wealth in IBC
8: is it's almost unfathomable it's i can't believe the opportunities that have been extended to as many people as they have been i myself was a contractor making you know gross like 60k a year and I've just my my wealth has grown exponentially, like two times, you know, since I've joined ABC. That was in June. So
4: Yeah, man, like I'm the same boat as you, bro. I was an accountant, you know, working, just making enough to pay all the bills and order some pizza and shit like that. And now it's just like I'm chilling, just because of IBC. And not only that like you can like get involved with i b c like it's such a growing you know it's so it's growing rapidly that you you people they need help like with everything so like if you're if you have the skill and you can help you can become a part of crypto to not only invest in but can be a part of teams and and help out like it's it's awesome man it's it's almost like we continued the idea of bitcoin, yeah. like their initial version version of it and we're doing the same thing but just enhancing it because i mean technology always improves 15 years from now technology will be better than it is now i mean it's just the way it is you know i think ivc is the way of it though like it can always evolve like you know nothing against bitcoin but it's limited it just really is because it's this old tech i mean it's the same thing when like you know web one came out you know the web two like it's just it's always improving so you know, you can only, those type of technologies that so you can see right now with Ethereum. It's so, it's, you know, I hate to say it, but it's antiquated. Like it can only scale to certain mass points without changing. And IBC, you know, seen all that and, and basically just involved and make it pretty much, I can't, I don't want to say perfect because it's not perfect, but it's the best tech right now.
1: Guess what I'm doing, guys? I'm staking my gravity. Anybody stake
4: their gravity tokens yet? I didn't get any grab I'm upset with you right now. Uh, don't worry. It was just a tiny little bit, but Hey, I'm happy. Yeah. That's like th- that. Hey, you guys been compounding nom. I don't know what it's going to be worth, yeah. but I've been compounding the shit out of it.
1: Yeah. You've been yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. It's like my ritual. I wake up, uh, pop out my wallet, go to osmosis, claim all those, you know, juicy rewards and re, uh, put them in the pools. And then I'd go to the, um, nom yeah man it's like a little ritual now i wish that all that stuff could just auto compound man
4: yeah i kind of enjoy it though it makes me like more of a degen just doing all of it myself doing all
1: the clicking yeah
4: well i got a good setup like i have multiple monitors so like one monitor will just be kind of like a screen where i have like all the compounding on I have a really good setup the way I I have it, like, real. That's why I'll never clear cash. Like, I'm just not doing it because it ruins, it ruins my, my mojo for like a week until I get everything set up again. Like, I I have so many websites up. Like, I have three different profiles on Brave. And then I have on each profile, I probably have one, two, two, I probably have about 10 websites up on each one of them. And I have one, I have one screen just for Telegram, one screen for Discord, one for, like, my other shit. One for just osmosis. Like, I just, I have it all set up. I'm not messing around.
1: But <laughs> so that's what you got to do when you're, like, an admin for a lot of rooms, right? You got to you gotta, stay up on that.
4: Yeah, and it's kind of frustrating with Telegram because you can't, like, split screen it. You know what I mean? Like, you can only have to click to each room. Like, I wish I could, sure. like, like back in the day when I would play online poker, I'd have, like, eight, eight tables up at once when I'm playing. I wish I could do that with Telegram. Like, have all the channels up at once on one screen. There's,
8: have you discovered the folders feature yet? What's that? Have you discovered the folders feature on Telegram yet?
1: Love that feature, bro. The folders. Having folders is so fucking nice.
2: Yeah, I've, I've been messing around. It's a game changer. <laughs> Super. Yeah, those folders changed my life. Got me a little organized in there. Well,
1: there you are. Where have you been? It, is it similar to folders on di- on Discord? Um. It's like tabs, just 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 like tabs on the very top and then you can put the different rooms you're, you're in in like little tabs. Like for example, I have Cosmos and I have like a bots section and and what's oh,
6: that's pretty cool I'm going to check it out.
1: Mm-hmm. Keeps you organized.
6: Hey god Cos- Cosmos. Uh, I DM you on Telegram, all right?
4: Okay. Uh, I'll add you. What I do too, like if if you want to contact me. You can add me and just, like, change my name or add something to it so you don't get someone one day trying to scam you because it happens all the time. Like, people just try to impersonate me or whomever. And if you, like, rename the person, then you'll know, it's, you know, it's someone trying to scam you if not.
1: Dude, that's what I started doing after you mentioned that. Like, for example, you're Cosmos Haas, and on the bottom it says uh, Osmosis Whale. So that way, that way I don't get, you know... <laughs>
4: I am an Osmo. I want, I inspired me an Osmo. Well, that's like my goal in life. You just told us how to many Osmos as possible. You just told us how to change the profile to scam your games. <laughs> oh,
10: dude,
1: yo, you guys no, don't see... have,
6: them.
2: I don't have
1: them as Osmos as well, by the way.
4: You should see this. Uh, I, I make, I get customized stickers made on, on, uh, Telegram. I have this one. It's my rat, and I'm hitting this, I'm hitting a snake over the head with a bat. It says, don't scam me, bro. Cause I'm not going to tell you, I get like five scams, a, at least five scams a day from people, probably more than that. And I always just send that to, so I was on uh it's real funny. I was on a secret, uh, secrets, um, telegram and I think I just asked something or, or answered back to someone. And it was like the fake admin. He sent me something and I kept, I kept scam, I kept spamming it over and over and over. And the, and the scammer was like, can you please stop sending that? And I and I, I started playing along. I was like, Yeah, man, my bad. I was like, What do you want? He's like said something about trust wallet. I was like, Yeah, you need my seed phrase. Like I was just messing with him. And then he and I said, dude, don't scam me, bro. And then he, he sent me this uh he was probably trying to send me malware. He sent me like a link and I just like blocked him after that. But yeah, you just gotta watch out. There's so many scumbags on there.
1: <laughs> For like the new people that are listening, don't ever send your seed phrase to anybody on Telegram or yeah. anywhere. Anywhere <laughs> leak it anywhere for sure that's that's a sure way to get all your crypto drained immediately yeah And like talk to them about talk to the audience a little bit a little bit about like support like whenever you need like support on telegram rooms should never leave the actual uh chat you know and to verify that it's true
4: yeah so like one of the ways like if you're new on telegram you can you can use uh, coin gecko and search up whatever token that you're in- inquiring about so like if you're like oh i want to find out the osmo um you know official links you can just type in osmo on like coin gecko and it'll show all like the official links it'll show the, like, the official website it'll show the telegram the discord or wh- what have you because you got to watch out there's been over the the last couple of months, there's been scammers actually trying to make like fake osmosis websites where you'll go on and you'll try to, they'll, you know, get you to put your seed phrase in on it. And, you know, they're just low life. So you got to be real careful. And, um, you know, when you're on osmosis, you will, you will, especially if you're new and you're asking questions, you're going to, we can't stop. it. It's impossible to stop, but you will get DMers trying to scam you. So, you know, never, whenever someone just randomly DMs you, about over ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to be a scam. You know, like DM, um administrators will never DM you. We'll answer your DMs, like if you DM us, but we're not going to like message you and ask you questions. That's just not how it works. So, you know, yeah, be co- be careful of that type of thing.
1: They always tell you too, like admins will never
4: DM you, but some people still answer those DMs, dude. Seriously. Yeah, it's been getting it's been getting better on Osmosis. Like I've seen less and less not that it's it was prevalent before but you know we would get one person maybe a week or so that was like hey someone unbonded in my tokens like what's going on and the thing that always irks me is when people go i've been getting i'm getting hacked right now like no you're not getting hacked because like to me as someone from the outside hearing the word hack would just scare the shit out of me. It's like, no, you didn't get hacked. You gave out your seed phrase. I mean, that's, that's not getting hacked. That's just, it's like giving your, you know, like I, I joke around about it, but it'd be like you go on vacation and you put post everything on Facebook beforehand saying, Hey, I'm, I'm going to, you know, a re- remote Island for two weeks. I, I left my keys under the doormat and there's a bunch of cash and gold and diamonds in my, in my house. And then, you know, and then when you come back and your house is robbed and you're thinking someone broke into your house and and wonder why it happened, it's kind of the same thing with crypto. You just never give out your seed phrase. And to answer your point before, like if you're ever concerned, I mean, just go on the official Telegram chats and uh, you know ask questions. And what's good about Osmosis is we're coming out with live chat and interaction soon. So you'll be able to just ask the questions directly on the Osmosis uh, application. So that'll be good. Wow. So
1: so then, like, let's just say someone has a question about providing liquidity or whatever issues they don't have to go to Telegram and search osmosis and then possibly get sucked into like a fake osmosis room. They can just do it within the app.
4: Yeah, right on right on the app itself. Yeah, they'll be able to just ask the questions straight on there. And then we're actively working right now with coming out like with a bunch of like tutorials and kind of like a one stop shop where we're just going to start sending it to people like, hey, if you have questions about this, this and this, you could just check this out. and Yeah, we're we're uh, we're trying to evolve and and become the best at that, too. You know, so that's and that's all community community driven. It's it comes from the community pool. It's you know, it takes a lot of time and effort. You know, like you go on the Telegram chat. There's all kind of different bots. And I feel like there's no better Telegram chat out there than osmosis when it comes to information. Like, you can find out everything on there, everything. And it's pretty quick. Like, people are on the clock nonstop. We just try to keep it professional, really.
1: Yeah, so another piece of advice for people that are in crypto and stuff, um, when you're searching for, like, Telegram rooms for, like, let's just say um, osmosis, for example, um, don't go into Telegram and search osmosis, what you want to do is you want to go to their official Twitter and maybe, you know, check out the website and get their link from there. Cause I know a lot of people tend to just do a quick search on telegram, they'll get sucked into a, a scam room. Yeah. That looks just like the, you know, real osmosis room with yep. fake badmins and everything.
4: Yep. And then you could kind of tell us a lot of times too, like if you end up doing that, which I hope you don't cause you took our advice, but you'll see, it'll have a fake, Account number. It'll say like forty thousand users, and you look on the room, and there's no one even chatting at all. If there was forty thousand people on there and they're all online, it would be popping off. So like that's another way too. Like you d- just don't search through Telegram for you for rooms. It's just not a good advice. You know, you go on Osmo when you get to Osmosis uh, Telegram. You can ask for any room that's IBC, and we'll just hashtag it to you, and it'll give you the direct. The direct link so that's always a good way to like use osmosis as like a springboard if you're like hey i want to know what edmosin's room is you just go in and you ask and literally within i don't know 15 20 seconds at most that one of the administrators are just going to send you right right on the chat room so you wow. can just click it and add the room What you, you know something really cool in the pipeline is uh i know we're working on
8: a landing page so when you just go to osmosis.zone, instead of it just being like Wasmo and go and enter the lab, like it does currently, it'll they'll have links to all the subdomains, whether it be support blog data or info.osmosis, you know, and no matter what it is, as far as it's contained, you know, it'll be like a centralized point to find everything but it's going to be decentralized created because it's going to be sponsored by the osmosis support lab and marketing DAO and also the foundation and some of the contributors like Imperator.
4: Manic, you didn't even introduce yourself to everyone. So I don't even know if everyone knows who you are. No, I
8: just dove in here. I was just like like first.
4: Yeah. Well, tell them who you are. Cause you have some cloud up, up in here.
8: No, i I'm, I'm dynamic manic. I'm just, I work with osmosis foundation and community growth. And, uh, I also have a validator analytic dynamics. So, um, yeah, no, I just kind of plug in with these guys every day and just figure out what's going on and what the next step forward is and just constantly iterate and so, of so yesterday's yesterday problems and create solutions for today kind of thing.
4: So, man, we started this show. I don't know if you were in here earlier, but we had Comdex's team on. I believe when I was speaking to you uh, one time, you were telling me about, didn't you guys meet up with them in, in Florida, in Miami? Yeah, Decentral Con. Yeah, DecentralCon.
8: Yeah, yeah, and, uh, great group. And yeah, yeah. We, we had drinks after... One day of all of us slaving at the booth.
4: (laughs) We were talking earlier about them. I I was saying that that I've heard nothing but good things about their team. And I I told people that that's one of my biggest bags is Comdex. I just think like the potential of it's really big and it's just would be kind of smart, you know, never, never financial advice, but at least have some uh, Comdex tokens.
8: Yeah. No, this guy spoke a lot about how they saw a hole in the commodities market when Corona happened. And I mean, they saw a problem and they looked at ways to fix it. And with synthetic tokens is they found a good solution to fix the problem that was happening. A lot of major investors were losing money and they could have saved money. I their entire game plan. I'm not exactly super privy on, so I don't want to speak to it. But we had some beers. It sounded great to me
10: at
11: the time. <laughs> yeah, man. You guys still got the giveaways going in the Telegram?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think we're on round
11: five right now. Let's see. No, round six. Yeah, I was just checking it out. I don't pop into Telegram that much, but it's like you guys were saying. You got to be careful the way you uh, navigate around there.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
11: But- Haas, I want to ask you, What do you, I mean, as far as NOM, you know, like what, what they're just going to be bridging Bitcoin over. So, like, it'll be like, um, it'll be end, end Bitcoin to where, like, the, the whole goal of NOMIC is to bring the Bitcoin into the IBC, right? That's
4: what I, I believe. Manic, do you know more? I think Manic might know a little bit more about NOM than I do. Do you know much about Norm Manning? i do not think I've heard about him. Is
3: that the uh, the team is the same as they, some of the guys are from the Tendermint team? If we're
8: talking like accolades, yeah, I'm not super privy to it. Honestly, um, I do know they're old school Tendermint team though.
11: And the goal is, is it's like kind of like Haas, like you were saying. It's like if you're if you're if you have money parked there, it's just sitting there. It's not doing anything. You're not getting any yield off of it. You can't stake it. But I think. Their idea is okay, there is a lot of capital. Just you know, there's a lot of those, like you said, people that are just going to hold it just to hold it because it's it was the first. So, might as well try to bring some of that capital over. And then I think you're going to be able to utilize it within IBC as collateral. That's that's the whole goal, right? Yeah, I mean,
4: because I just feel bad because most people, you know, that get into crypto, I don't know how much they're. Let's let's just say they, they get into crypto and they have you know, we'll just use random numbers. Yeah. Twenty twenty thousand dollars to to invest in. It's just like you you're not gonna you could potentially make retirement money with twenty thousand in IBC, like your initial capital. I don't think you'll ever be able to make retirement capital with twenty K just specifically in Bitcoin. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Bitcoin mm-hmm. goes to 10 million a token. I don't know. I don't think it will, yeah. but I just think like if you had 20 K and you spread it in IBC that you could potentially make retirement money one day from it. That's just how I, I firmly believe that. Cause,
11: cause it's like, we're, we're in like year two with, with osmosis and it's, it's kind of like getting in, it's kind of like getting into Bitcoin back in, um, you know, what, 2000, 2000- 10. You know, it's like so yeah, if it was 2010, then you can't take 20k. Oh yeah,
4: <laughs> you could be you would be loaded. You you for sure if you had 20k in Bitcoin back in, you know, t- 2010. Yeah, I mean, you you could be a ghost by now. But I kind of I mean, think that that may be really same. in year 2. Is no, we're in, we're 7 months in, right? That's it. With uh, yeah, osmosis. We're about
8: 7 8 months in.
11: Yeah, right. os- osmosis, correct.
8: Yes. Yeah. So, it's hard to say like you're 2 years in. I don't know.
11: We're so
4: early, like it's crazy. Like, it's just so yeah. early.
11: I, yeah, think I, was, they, I like, was just throwing that out there because of you know, just just the idea of um, you know, if if you could have got it in that early with Bitcoin way back then, um, that's that's when it went exponential. But it, it's like, I, I agree, you know, what Osmosis went live in what was it july of last year it was
4: at the yeah, end of june but yeah pretty much
11: july it was like yeah july of 21 june, june 19th
8: 2021
11: a lot of people know my story is like i i i just sat there and didn't do anything you know i like i didn't i had the kepler wallet and it was just sat empty and it's like i missed out on those first six months but after you know it's like After listening to these guys it's like yeah don't you can't look backwards you gotta look forwards you know it's like oh yeah 2020 once there's so much more opportunity now it's like yeah would i would i have loved to have parked 10k into you know osmo back in august sure but can't do nothing about it now
4: yeah that's another thing too like i was probably gonna touch on it tomorrow when i speak but like strategy wise, you can never compare yourself to like the past or someone else, you know, everyone's, everyone's strategy is different. I just share what I do personally, but that doesn't mean that's like the, the, the appropriate strategy for someone else. It's just, you can't, uh, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has different financial situations. Some people may need crypto to pay the rent. I don't, I, I personally don't, but you know, it's, everyone has different scenarios. So it's like, that's the worst thing to do is to, to worry about what happened in the past. You should never look in the rear, mirror. you should always be looking forward, you know? So yeah, I mean, who cares? You didn't get in at the beginning, but you know, I have regrets too. I mean, I had some people that were completely shilling Juno and, you know, I, I got exposure to it. Like I said, I bought most of my Juno at $4 and I could have probably got a lot more, but I didn't do it. I can't, I can't bitch about it. It's it is what it is. You know, it's just like the good thing about IBC is I feel like you should try to get for the most part, I'm not saying all the tokens, because there's gonna be probably a lot of crap tokens that come out eventually. But you know, find the good ones. Like Evmos, I think is gonna be a very good one. I would get in early, get a nice position and go from there. You know, just just keep keep getting exposure to like good tech.
1: Yeah, like if you're gonna be like one of those airdrop junkies that just love sticking airdrops, I think EVMOS is gonna be a good one.
4: Yeah, they have a good good use case. Like their whole their whole game plan is like it's really good. Yeah, that's, and based on the
6: video with uh, with Crypto Cito, they said that the APR is gonna be like over one hundred. So
1: <laughs> the APR to stake.
6: Yeah, it's gonna be over one hundred. Wow.
1: I wonder That's what why that
6: that's why I did say. So that's why the aim info. So
1: I'm forgetting all about OmniFlix airdrop. That's coming up shortly, right? Yeah. Yeah. so much stuff to catch up on is ridiculous.
4: I love That's what it. I mean though. I like like, like they're
1: like, they're, they're a like, really good
5: group.
4: Oh, they're real good. Yeah. I like I just like, like the way they go they want they've done everything. Like I just like their whole concept of why they they're given certain airdrops to certain groups and stuff like that too. Like they make sense.
8: They're really transparent. Right. Very transparent. Well, everybody's looking for long-term investors. And I think that's like the, the key here is to finding the right long-term investors. It's not really about like just airdropping to anybody. It's about, you know, the the percentage of gain that you get out of that airdrop. Like, I'm starting a new project and I want good investors instead of doing an ICO and just putting it up for anybody to be able to throw money at it so that they can dump it right away whenever it reaches a certain peak. We just airdrop to all these people with certain guidelines, such as voting in governance, such as holding certain coins and staking them. So then, you know, if you're staking in Atom, I know that you're long term invested in the cosmos. So I'm going to airdrop to you because I know that you're invested in the cosmos and you probably have a little bit of knowledge about the cosmos. If you're staking an Osmo, you know, your, your long bet there is in Osmo it's you believe in the decks there. So I'm going to airdrop to you because you'll probably do something like take your airdrop and put it into a liquidity pool or you'll stake your airdrop so that you can bet on that project and go long on that project. And it's it's about finding the right investors with the right projects and how to coordinate that. And it's it's like the 2017 ICOs all over again, but it's in a new way that I think is super innovative and it's it's really creative and it brings in the right investors for the right reasons. Yep. Yeah. The IBC is
3: turning heads, man. Like, pay attention to who's like starting to talk about them now, right? Masari mm-hmm. wrote in their 2021 report, like Cosmos and IBC, like interconnectivity has is the way of the future. You're getting guys like Taiki Meta, like the YouTuber, the thing with CryptoCedo this week, being like, man, I wish I was a Cosmos Maxi. Like, I'm learning now. People are starting to finally see the way, and there's no better time now than get started in it. You know?
4: Yeah, and I think a lot of people like when it comes to those big YouTubers. They would have found out about it earlier, but they weren't. The thing about IBC is they're not going to pay you to to show their projects. They just, I mean, I'm sure maybe some of them may, but it's just not the way it is. It's like we build and then you find out. You know, it's just, that is what it is. That's why a lot of people don't find IBC right away. I didn't find IBC right away. You have to do your work to find it. Then once you do, you don't go back. It's like, I'm not going back. I came from Polkadot
3: and, like, other things, with like, Polka dot, and then the Cosmos Airdrops Twitter account honestly got me started in the whole thing, and then you find everyone else who's involved in the space, and then, you know, guys, like, honestly, Cosmos Clay was, like, one of the big entries for me into this space, so I owe a lot to him for bringing me here. Shout-outs to Clay.
5: It's good, man. Hell yeah. Hey. I remember that night. It was, like, a month ago already, now, but, like, it started off these spaces, and yeah, I, I love these spaces, man, like, um hearing all the knowledge and and uh all the connections that have been made over the past month is just honestly insane and uh it's it's super uh, I'm super proud to be a part of it so thanks for the shout out dude you get a shout out here like every freaking night are you <laughs> nah. paying these people for shout outs dude nah like like usually tricky and and az like they have really good explanations on stuff and I love to hear them too talk because <laughs> they usually bounce each other. Like they usually complement each other pretty well. Like, uh, like, yeah, just the questions asked. I, I love it. Like just learning about what I should be looking out for and stuff. Super awesome. And I'm sure like, you know, that's why we get so many new people that like our space because like, it really helps them like learn and, because there is a huge learning curve to get into cosmos like Haas said like and that's why i like cosmos is everybody that's here has done their homework and like you know is usually like a more respectful like place because we've all been humbled by all the shit coins and stuff you know so it's funny
8: bsc ptsd man that's what i call it finance smart chain ptsd that's what I had when I first came to the Cosmos, sadly. <laughs>
5: it's
8: not how I got to the Cosmos. I actually invested in Cosmos before that route. And then COVID hit, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm kind of desperate for money.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I looked
8: at Binance Smart
4: Chain. That's funny. Yeah. I've never even, I, I'm not going to lie, I've never dabbled one time in Binance Smart Chain. I, I, the funny story is, is, initially, I tried to set up a Binance account. And I couldn't because like Google Maps doesn't pull up my address correctly. And I have, you know, I my driver's license and my passport, I have my, my address on there. And I kept trying to use it on Binance and they would not allow it. You know, I did everything. I even sent them emails and sent like pictures of my license and did all the KYC. And they just never they never did anything. They just were the worst yeah. customer service. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I had enough it of
8: this. They never approved me either. Honestly. It was like pancake swap was the only way to go. I live in Ontario,
3: BSC is not allowed here. So I was protected unintentionally by the Canadian government as <laughs> as the Cosmos' resident Canadian, not named runaway investor.
8: That's fine. <laughs> I actually one of the Doge founders, uh well, not founders, but one of the current devs. Um he started a token called the herpes token. <laughs> and everybody just kept giving each other herpes. It was a Binance smart chain thing.
2: Oh my
8: God.
1: I don't, miss, I don't miss it, bro. I do not it, miss it at all.
8: It, that's what I was like, oh, this is I gotta get out of here. This space is terrible.
3: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
3: that's probably oh,
7: actually
3: even Buffett's Canadian too, just to just to show my own country
1: those Binance marching people are ruthless sometimes dude it was in a chat for a coin that my friend suggested that he really wanted to get in i'm like hey i'll give it a peek so i joined the telegram room a few days later um the price was starting to climb a little bit and literally the dev dude the dev the dev was saying he's like yeah when it reaches this price i think i'm gonna take some profits and and i was like what why why would you even talk about that like in the room but Long story short, that thing went to like zero, like really bad, like fast
4: too. Yeah, Binance is just shady. That's all I can say about that. just shady.
1: I'm really surprised you never got into it, dude, since you're like a crazy degen. Uh,
4: I well, most, dude, yeah, I got, I got spoiled. Had. My first real degen action was Osmosis, man. And you guys are talking about like finding it. I got lucky to even find Osmosis. I think he may come on my show tomorrow, but he makes YouTube videos and I've he, his name's gdlt i don't know if you guys ever heard of him on on youtube he doesn't just show like ibc he's real good at he does his his content's really good like he basically just researches on the show and it's about everything about by get finding gems in the rough so to speak and i remember it was like the end of june and i used to go on. they call it the the blue crew and I remember just asking him. I was like, "Hey, man, you got any tokens outside like the top two hundred that you're, you have your eye on?" And he was like, "Yeah, Osmosis." And I, I like looked at it, and then I was like, "All right, bro." Like I, I remember I added it right to my folder on my on my uh, PC, and then like after the show was over, I just went down the down the hole, and I'm like, "Man, these APRs are insane! Like they were like over a thousand." And I was like, you know what? I got like all this other crypto That's not- I think it was ADA at the time. I was like, ADA's not doing shit. I was like, I'm just going to sell all of my ADA. And if I lose all this ADA, I don't care. So like, I just did that. And then slowly but surely, I just started getting rid of all my crypto and went into like Osmo. And then what I did initially was like, all right, I'm going to hit a certain goal of, of having staked Osmo. And then, like, the whole first month, pretty much all the rest of June and the beginning of July, all like, all of July, I just staked. And then after that, I LP'd. And then that's that's the end of that, man. That was, that was the best move I ever did, ever. Wow. I got so lucky that. It's not like I found Osmo on my own. I mean, I was just asked the question and because I always respected his, like, information. It was always really good. He more caters to, like, um, I – ISO two two zero zero two coins, like those um standardized like banking coins and stuff like that. Cause he's you know, he's he's more about making money and and showing you good good strats. But he told me about osmosis and that was like the best thing ever. Beautiful thing, man. I got so lucky though, man. But then I, that like I said, that opened the whole like I know like a lot of like Cosmos Maxis might think like they brought more people. I, I I still feel like osmo brought more people to IBC than any other token. Maybe I'm biased, but I just I know myself that that brought me here. I didn't. You're you're definitely not biased. And and it's not like it's not like I think oh osmo's is better than than Adam. It's just I think it it shed the light a lot on this whole eco. It's like finding Ozma I would say probably more people own osmo first than Adam. I I still I if I had to give you an educated guess, I would think that.
8: I mean. Dude, I can I give you my honest story real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I was like, I was down in dumps, and uh, Corona had like hit me really hard. Like my business, I had a contracting business, it hit me really hard. Like I was like not working for more than like a few days out of a month, and then like I randomly remembered that I had this airdrop coming checked in on it saw osmosis checked in with that and saw that it was happening in a few days got in on it went went to the whole launch party and everything and changed my life it like brought my family from in the dumps to out of the dumps really fast and uh, the next part of it was like getting involved into the, the ION working group and just like just entering a group with people and just brainstorming and just going back and forth with like ideas, how we could take this one concept that was nothing. It was literally nothing. It was ion. and just how can how can we take this and morph it into something that benefits osmosis? like this other tool? How can we leverage ion to work with osmosis to make osmosis not only like five times better? but also bring value to this token and just going to that brainstorming session with a group of people brought a lot of attention from all of the devs from all over the cosmos and everybody started paying attention. Juno now, uh, like a lot of what they're doing with Neta and stuff is attributed to that point in time a lot of different tokens that are trying to launch now is attributed to the ideas that were brainstormed during that point in time. Mm. And that brought my life a lot of change a lot of people started noticing this brainstorming session, who was taking place in it. And I was offered a gig at osmosis.
1: Wow. Dude. That's so awesome, bro. That story is that's why I come to these spaces myself, man, just to listen to those stories.
8: Yeah, man. Wow. I'm mean, so, like, empowering of other people just, like, contributing. Just, like, get involved. Just start brainstorming. Just start fucking doing shit, you know? And just watch who notices and then yeah, just, just keep going with it. You know what I mean? Like, just fly by the seat of your pants in that moment.
4: Well, that's what I say to people because I get a lot of DMs like, how, how can I get involved? I'm like, you just got to do your research and become knowledgeable and help. And like people in, in the IBC, like the projects will notice you. Like they'll, they know. I mean, it's all I see people, I see some of the same people in multiple rooms like contributing. I guarantee you, those people are going to get noticed and say, hey, man, you want to help out? You want, you know, do this and that. Like that's just how it is. IBC's grown so fast that there's not enough people that can do all the, you know, like the devs build. Like they don't have time to be doing all this stuff. So it's like they they need help, you know, just be be accountable, respectful. And that's the thing I think, um, I don't know who said it. Tricky maybe you said it, but like that uh, the people in this space are real respectful compared to other ecosystems. And that's completely true. Like I came from outside of this. It was so toxic in some of those groups that I was in. Like, I was, like, doing these types of things with other groups, and it was just not, like, a respectful, educated uh, conversation. It was just all just crap, basically. Everyone was just worried about, hey, what's the price going to be? What's the price going to be? Like, some people say that in here, but mainly it's about, like, what's going to happen? What what are we looking forward to? What's building? It's completely different here.
8: Yeah. That's all we want is people to build, right? You know? These ideas are nothing that we all come up with together. Like, they're nothing without motivated individuals who are willing to, like, put effort behind them.
7: Yep.
6: Yeah. Yeah. In that same spirit, I'm working on a project. So, if you guys want to join the Discord, I've been in on the top. We we could
4: brainstorm add
6: the dog in there, too. So, if you'd like to join and help me out, that would be great.
4: Hey Jacob, let me maybe, maybe Manic might know this answer. So he may or may not know. He was asking earlier about he wants to launch a, a website on a Like what does that take to, what does that entail for him to do that?
8: said I'm not the most first in Kosh. I have deployed a wallet like a on a and they have like a really, really good walkthrough on their docs um so i would just comb through akash docs look at what it takes to just deploy something very simple and then when you want to deploy something more complicated you know just get into their discord get into their telegram and just start talking to people Uh, i know chalabi is really good to reach out to in these instances too because he's very very plugged in with osmosis he's also very plugged in with uh akash
4: what,
8: what wait,
6: did you just wait, say? Wait, really hear wait,
8: you. What the name? Uh, Chandra Station. Just Chandra Station. Look, uh, Chandra Station. Okay.
6: Yeah. Is she the the podcaster, Andreas? Say
8: again.
6: She's a podcaster, right? She she does YouTube, right? That's what we're talking about.
8: The YouTube.
7: No. No.
4: So it's a validator, Chandra Station.
7: Yeah. Yeah. They're a validator.
4: I was saying, I was just answering Jacob's question. I know they're val. I I I delegate to them. I forget which which tokens, but I I know I delegate to them.
8: Yeah, they're all over the cosmos. Yeah, and and they're really good at like helping people learn. You know, so is Notional. Jacob. He's. uh, I'm actually trying to involve a few people in hosting on the Osmosis YouTube. Um, some informational kind of like videos to help people learn how to like validate launch stuff and get plugged in with osmosis and their own like blockchains
4: yeah I, i was talking about that last sunday about that i didn't know the exact ramifications but i told them that i actually have a couple uh, videos on my computer, saved from whenever you guys had like a little walk through, you, you and Jacob and um, I'm not sure who else was on that call, but just like a step by step on how to set up a like a node. And I was telling them guys that it's even easier now to set up a node because like I think it was Josh, I don't know if it was it Josh or not, but they created that video on how to like run an osmosis node. It's like so simple. It was like one command and that was it.
6: So, wait, oh, so yeah. you're talking about deploying a node on a cache, or just deploying a node for
4: for us mostly? Well, if you want
8: to deploy on a cache, uh, you would have to get a node with a cache, I think. Oh, I see. But oh, it's, just it, it's incredibly simple, and like they they have very good docs on how to do it.
6: Oh, sorry, the docs. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out then.
8: Yeah, doing. if you reach out on Telegram, I could probably help point you to it.
6: Oh, uh, you mean the the Akash telegram or just much as Telegram?
8: Well just to me personally on Telegram.
6: Oh, oh I don't know. Can you DM oh. me the your telegram?
4: Yeah, it's just Yeah, for sure.
6: All right. Thank you.
4: Yeah, that's my <laughs> next venture. My next venture is to start running some nodes. Dude, we were just talking about like
1: why can't like running a validator be easy as in like plug and play? You know, like, why can't someone just freaking help us make a way to make it seamlessly easy with just plugging in and, pl- you know, just a plug and play a validator. That'd be a, such a tremendous, like, help for people that want to get in.
8: Get.osmosis.zone. Get.osmosis.zone. G-E-T. You, can, you can start a note up, like,
4: Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's super easy for that. Like I, I remember they, watching,
8: made a, they made a Python script. The guys who do the docs on just starting up a node, like boom. And all you have to do to transition from like a regular full node to a validator node is a simple transaction. Really? Yeah. to
1: install run the following in your terminal, then follow the on-screen instructions.
4: Yeah, like you might want to get i don't know if this is how you pronounce it right but it's called ubuntu like if you have windows or linux if you have uh linux yeah yeah, linux, if you, have, it, yeah you legit just type the command and, and it's just that's it like it's yeah. that's pretty much it so it's what, what like kind of iOS.
6: what kind of equipment do you need for like winning a node like a full validated node like if you're doing about well Personally,
8: I don't I don't have um, like an edge validator, I guess they would say, like where you have the hardware locally. I service a a, a server basically that a data center has. And um, I tap into that server via terminal and can command the server to do what I need it to do. And it runs the nodes that I need to. I encourage everyone, because in the name of decentralization, this is actually the best way to go, is to run them locally. And that's what I'm trying to do currently is get all my nodes local. Um, but for now... You just, need to, build, you just need to build like, a
4: big server down in Florida. <laughs> yeah, that,
8: that, that's, that's the end game. But like for now, like what I have to do is tap into a server in a data center because economically it makes sense for me
6: wait um, so you're in Florida
8: I'm in Florida but my service centers in like Helsinki or Germany I forget which one specific... no, I
6: was saying I'm in Florida also,
8: so I'm <laughs> oh oh you're in Florida also okay yeah. yeah so like I mean you could do the same thing it's, it's, you can go through a data center you can go through a cloud I prefer a data center because it, it's 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 hardware, dedicated hardware to it that you can depend on. I think a little bit more, depending on the data center that you use. right.
6: Um, So when I'm when I'm ready to do that, I'm I'm gonna reach out to you, right?
8: Yeah, no problem, bud.
6: All right, thanks.
1: Yeah, man, I think your story probably touched a lot of people in this room because, know, we've all been there and, and had some struggles, and it's a good it's a good way that. You actually succeeded from cryptocurrency.
6: Yeah. Cosmos is not allowed to in a sense. I
8: I, I forget it all the time, too. Like, it's not like a simple story. It's kind of like, kind of (laughs)
7: cool.
1: I think it's changing a lot of people's lives. Like right now, even us.
11: So, hey. Guys, quick question: The best way to keep keep up on osmosis is it the Discord or the Telegram or? Oh, sorry, my bad. Because
4: definitely, definitely a Telegram for uh, keeping up with everything on osmosis related.
11: Because the Discord, it's like you have to verify, you have to go through that double verify bot or whatever. It's everything on Discord seems like it's so much of a hassle. I don't know. I would follow on. I would follow Osmosis
4: Zone on Twitter and also the ministry, like the marketing one too, and because uh, they always keep everything up to date. But hey, everyone, I gotta get rolling. It's been it's been fun. It's been nice, and I I see you guys tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, Hoss. Oh yeah. Anytime. My pleasure.
11: Yeah. Good. Good seeing you, hoss Hope you. Take yeah. Good night, bro. Good night, bros. I'm going to step down to you guys T- have a, have a good night. Whoever asked about the Osmosis
3: question, another person I'd recommend is follow uh, Robo Magobo on Twitter or on telegram or not on telegram, but like, if you don't have the discord because that guy is very connected to the goings on of Osmosis and is very active in updating and actually part of the active, I think dev team, at least of, like the technicals of Osmosis and gives a lot of updates
11: on Twitter.
10: Yeah, he's also on Twitter, make Gobo. All
11: uh, right. Cool, man. Thanks a lot.
10: No worries, man. Um, if
3: there's anybody else that wants to ask questions about anything, either IBC or even just crypto in general, like don't be shy. Everyone's real great here and real welcoming and come on up and ask
10: your questions.
5: Can't wait for Strange Clan. We just hadn't we just had NyQuil come up to the stage. Go ahead. NyQuil. Um I guess I'm
10: pretty much Looking at the new coin on IBC, on Osmosis, the starts with a K. The cosmetology, or I can't think of it. Um The Drak. Anyone knows any more information about that? I know they're doing like a squid, squad, OG. There's a lot going on with that. Is it Constellation? The Constellation. Dark. Yeah, I've been like just yeah. deep diving into that. And there's a lot going on with that. I've heard nothing. What do what you heard, man? So basically, it's a coin that's on Binance, Solana, and Osmosis. And it's like a secret squid OG game that they have. Um, it's 456 NFTs on each chain. And it looks like it's a secret game they play and i guess it moves the coins through each chain but you have to buy the tickets it's just a lot it's a lot uh i guess i want like to game is that kind of the idea um say that again i'm sorry that's cool it's like a game and a bridge, and there's it's, yes, it's like a game of bridge tokens and on each chain, and it's made under the Osmosis SD, um, the tenderman SDK. Or, huh. Yeah, I've never heard of them.
3: Um, obviously, they're on Osmosis, so like they were permissioned in, so like that's usually a sign of good faith. Maybe Dynamic, who's no longer here, um, but yeah, it's a permissioned like amm so obviously like somebody had to be like yeah this is cool with us
10: but uh, i've never heard of them so that'd be an interesting project to look into okay so nobody really knows anything else about it
5: no it just popped up out of nowhere so i have no idea
10: yeah i mean if you guys look into it like they're doing like a ticket and it's just it's just crazy
5: you said it's like a squid game? That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a,
10: a secret squid game OG status. Um, it looks like it's for people who've been bugged a lot with NFTs and shit. Um, not like squid game token, right? Just so we're clear. No, no, it's not a token for squid game. It's for the Constellation. But the Constellation is a bridge between Osmosis, um, Binance, the Rumho Smart and for a Solana, it's a it's a lot going on with it. Well, good to know, man. We'll definitely have to look into that. Thanks for the heads up. I I wish I had to offer you, unfortunately. Yeah, let me know if you
3: guys ever look into it. We'll do. Has anybody seen the uh, going back to the Strange Clan real quick? Has anybody seen the footage that they put on Twitter of like the uh, the testing for their models in the space like in their in the 3D space? It actually looks like a well-made game.
5: Yeah. My, my friend was saying at first that he wasn't too excited about it, but then when they started dropping the videos, he was like he was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be like a full badass game. <laughs> and that's like, it, he he got really excited after that because it's like nobody else is doing anything close to that, in my opinion.
3: It actually looks pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Also, I see Ruben got his hand up. Um,
9: Ruben, what's up, dude? So I had a, um, I've been messing around with this idea recently. Um, I haven't built anything. Uh, I think the build is actually pretty simple. But if it works or doesn't work, it'll be because of the technology. It'll be because of the incentive structures. Um, I, was, I was curious to see if you had A, sanity check it, and, and B, if, if anybody had known, if somebody else was doing something similar because I haven't found anything. Um, it's, it's a use case to... Uh, is, is anybody in this room familiar with a junk bond or a high-yield uh, debt instrument? high yield loan if this is not an economics finance room uh then then i can i can also uh
3: obviously i know what that means <laughs> but for, for everyone else um
9: go ahead and explain it yeah sure so um when companies go out and issue um want to raise money um there's usually a couple ways they can do it they can say look, uh, give us a loan, right? They use a debt instrument, or they'll say, um, you know, we we don't have enough revenues to justify a debt instrument, but we'll give you a piece of the company itself, and then you'll be a shareholder, and then if we do well, then you do well, and all the rest of it, right? Uh, and so that's fine. Um, I think one of the challenges of going the equity route, right, raising from angel and venture and all the rest of it, is that it? Kind of put uh, the, the nature of those funds is they need uh, like a 20x, maybe 50x return on what they put in because they expect so many of the things that they're doing to fail. Um, and so, you know, th- basically they might have a $100 million fund, they parse it out into 20, um, $5 million parcels. But each of those 20 million, uh, each of those 20 parcels of $5 million each, they need to be capable of returning the entire $100 up front. And usually, the only kind of things that you can get that kind of return on is either you sell the company entirely or you do an IPO, right? So as soon as you take venture, you sort of put on this train to uh, to IPO or to the better you do, the more the investors try to push you into selling your company, um, which is which is fine unless – Unless you decide that you you know you don't want to sell the company, right? Like maybe you just want to do build some cool shit. Maybe you want to like change the world or whatever, right, man? Um, And so you can end up with like misalignments of the stakeholders and the people who are actually running the show. And you know, it reveals itself in all sorts of different ways. Um, Quite often, it ends up with the CEO getting fired, right? The founder getting fired. Um, And so I was thinking, just to make
3: sure I understand, say what. Can I pause you real quick, just to make sure I understand. So you're saying like a junk bond is like, you have, the, you have a, let's, let's just call it a VC who offers who's offering money to these companies. who are looking for loans and they they're paying the VC in rich, in the form of equity, but they're banking on maybe one in 20 of these gambles to work.
9: Okay. So a, a junk bond is a different instrument. We haven't talked about the junk bond part yet. I'm a long winded, but, but, but those numbers are exactly right. Um, if I'm a, a VC, um, I might have a hundred million dollar fund I'll make twenty bets each of those bets is going to be five million each. but I'm not going to invest in something that says, "Oh, we'll give you double your money back because i chances are you're not chances are you're going to die and if you win, I need you to support the, uh, you know I need to do uh, meet the return the fund math right so every investment has to be capable of returning 20 x, which is a pretty tall order, but you know they're out there. Um, and so that's fine but but the challenge is that they're after the venture does their thing the, the venture fund does their thing they'll be like okay well we spent all the money we made all the bets now we're going to raise fund 2 and all the, the people who are for fund 2 are like well how did your first fund go and they're like oh we don't know yet well maybe I don't know if I want to invest your fund 2 they're like oh shit uh, you know what okay you know, pr- pressure pressure those first companies the, the first fund see if we can get sales on those companies so we can go raise fund 2 Right, um, And that can, that can end up where that It usually takes three to five years Before that pressure to start re- To reveal itself Anyways, that's the sort of backdrop Of this whole equity thing Now you switch over to Way past equity stuff Right, You're talking companies that have been around 30, 40 years Like all the people who could have got equity Did get equity and they're done Or maybe it's after IPO, whatever It's an old ass, boring ass company They're not going to the moon, it's a boring company Cool chances they're going to borrow if they're going to raise any money at all it's going to be through debt but some of the and so they go to a, like a bonds rating right and they go say hey um we want to offer loan, we want to take loans from other people um so we're going to sell these little things called bonds and those bonds are say yeah you give us money today we'll give you money tomorrow and then based on our track record they're given a you know you give us a rating right and you either have like A high rating, like, yeah, this company is going to give you, probably going to give you your money back, you know, plus a percentage because look, here's their revenues, all the rest of it. Um, Or they might, right? Pretty good, right? Um, Or they refuse to rate you at all. And if they refuse to rate you at all, any bonds that you issue are what's known as a junk bond or a high yield loan. And so it's basically a piece of paper that says, yeah, give me a loan. And you don't know if I'm going to pay it. But if I do, I'm going to give you, like, maybe 5X, maybe 2X, and I have to have that kind of multiple. Otherwise, you're not going to basically offer me this risky-ass loan, right? Essentially, Evergrande bonds at this point. Sorry? Essentially, Evergrande is you lend them money at this point because they're goddamn broke. I mean, it's a... It's a weird. It's a weird world. Um, this 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 part of the world, and not, not a lot of uh, investors sort of venture in these parts. Um, here be dragons, as a rule. Um, and so, what they'll do is they'll say, "Okay, well, you know what? Any individual junk bond is a bad idea as an investor. But if you bunch them all up and you get all sorts of different junk bonds from all sorts of different companies, and you add up like the likelihoods of them actually paying back and the multiple they're paying back." It's not actually that bad, right? They tend to outperform a lot of other sort of um, derivative type indexes and so on. So that's 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 a whole existing environment. Um, and it's entirely separate to that first conversation of the equity investor. Here's what I'm thinking. If the early stage startup wanted to raise capital without give, giving the equity hooks, so that would force them on this train to sell the company? What if they offered something that was a bit like a junk bond? And everybody would know that this is a really, really risky industry uh, because it's a freaking startup. Startups are risky as, about as risky as you can get, right? But if you were to sort of contractualize that um, so that, you know, let's say 20% of the revenues of the startup as it came in went to go pay back whoever had purchased these little blocks of debt at some multiple in theory, you can create a secondary market where Dave turns up and says, what are you doing? Are you building socks for cats? Cool. All right. Um, Here's 10 bucks. I want the first $200 of revenue that you make, but I'm willing to give you 10 bucks and nobody else is willing to give you 10 bucks and you need 10 bucks to get started right now. Then And so the, the cat socks manufacturer is like, "Yo, let's go. Let's make some cat socks." So they, they pull the trigger, they're making cat socks, they knock them out. They're selling cat socks all day. Everybody's very excited about cat, cat socks. Now now, the person who gave them the 10 bucks, maybe they want to wait to get their cat sock money. Maybe they get 200 bucks over the next five years or something, right? Or maybe they want to flip immediately like the next day, and they go to sell them out and say, "Hey, yo." Here's a two hundred dollar debt. I bought it for ten bucks. I want to sell it to you for twenty bucks. And then the other person says, "Okay, well, looks like it's two hundred dollar debt. Uh, looks like it's ten x." And then, but what you're doing is you're you're basically um, creating secondary market for those instruments, um, which in theory should incentivize uh, investors to come earlier into the pipeline of start early stage rookie startup finger guns, crypto companies without reducing their optionality to change their mind later, which is what you can't do if you're an equity investor. You put your money in a startup, you might have to wait 10 years before you see anything. You can't change your mind. So we're trying to, um, so the theory would be to create a mechanism. And I don't know if this is a company. I think it's probably more like a, just a smart contract formula. Um, but the theory would be to create a mechanism that allows early stage startups to issue kinds of bonds against their incoming revenues, which in theory would create a secondary market for those bonds, sort of de-risk the early stage of the startup. And then as the startup starts performing, those bonds start to look more real. And then the company ends up paying comparatively cheaper money than what they would if they were doing an equity thing. Does that make any sense at all? That's a lot of complexity. So let me just make sure I understand because I think I get it. Um, also, the whole concept of the junk bond sounds
3: an awful lot like 2008 mortgage crisis. But anyways, um, well, it's literally that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But so what I'm gathering is that your suggestion is is there a, some sort of a mechanism in place to allow for a, some sort of a crypto VC like investment platform where instead of taking payment in the form of equity or you know tokens, you instead take some form of revenue somehow. From that project, so that like if the project rugs, it has nothing to do with you because you're getting paid back in straight cash or something,
9: yeah. So, if we go back to cat socks, let's say that the wallet for cat socks sales, right? 20% of it goes back to paying these little debt holders, and it's always kept 20%. So, you know, it might take a long time, it might take a short time, depends how many cats want socks, right? Um. But just a mechanism to tie the incoming revenues to a third party as governed by a smart contract, which the person who owns the, who owns the wallet that's receiving the revenues can say, look, I'm willing to give up X percent of revenues um, to pay back these little debts. I'm wishing to issue these debts out at you know X return multiple. And then you do whatever the hell you want with them. I don't really, I mean, you can sell them if you want. You can sell them to somebody else if you want, but like whoever owns these little tokens is going to get back 20% of our revenues until we've paid it off at some multiple. I mean, it sounds like something that could actually exist.
3: Absolutely. I, I obviously don't know if there is one, but like, I mean, the fact that, you know, let's take DYDX, for example, is something that exists a perpetual options contract that never closes or even squeeze if you're familiar with that that exists as well, where like, that's a uh, an ETH Perpetual where you're basically buying into ETH Squared. Or you can buy the short and you get paid out in the person who took the longs, like, adjustment fees. So it sounds like something could totally be done. It would just require a lot of tooling. And then you'd need a marketplace of, like, you need enough startups, basically, to to accommodate
9: the junk bonds. Yeah, it's basically, I think the product there would might look a little bit like AngelList for startup
3: revenue futures and the only reason i don't think that would work on ibc at least as it stands right now is simply like the network effect there just isn't enough like that's that sounds like an ethereum thing only because there's so many people that use it and that's where the big big money is
9: well see i'm not even sure if it would be needed tied to any particular chain necessarily would it one more time I'm. I'm not sure it would need to be tied to a particular chain. Like that. That sounds to me like it could be chain agnostic. Uh,
3: very possibly. I'm also just getting the heads up here, Ruben. Um, we can maybe talk about this another excellent question. But uh, we got to actually wrap up the room. The room has been going for about five hours now. Um, and there's a room tomorrow at with Haas, I believe, at twelve noon Eastern. And uh, I'm sorry to cut you off like this. It is a very interesting
9: question. it's it's about as boring as it gets um i rarely find a group of people who i will not alienate entirely within the first 20 seconds so i totally understand
3: everyone um ribbon seriously great question i do want to talk about this one day i think it's great but for everyone else that joined uh thanks so much for joining and uh I mean, they're not here, but thanks to Comdex for joining and everybody, like, keep joining the space. This is a great group we got here. Lots of great questions, lots of great community members. Great to get involved in the part of the biggest chain that will be the biggest. And uh, I hope everyone has a great night.
0: No, it was really fun. I appreciate everybody joining. So thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was part two of the two-part AMA with Comdex, hosted by the IBC gang, Cosmos Spaces, and friends. Recorded on Saturday, February 12th, 2022. This episode of The Ether was brought to you by Talos. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talos helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talos will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talos on Twitter for updates on their Roadmap, Validator, and other Talus news find your next favorite artist on talus.art this episode of the ether was also brought to you by orbital command a community validator on terra dedicated to educating expanding and promoting the lunatic community have you heard about the new terra invest strategy discord server orbital command spun up if you're looking for a chill place to chat about different luna stacking strategies or looking for some alpha, or if you're trying to find the best UST farms, or even if you just have a quick question you need answered, be sure to stop by TIS and say hi to the Orbital Command gang. Hell, I'm even in there sometimes when I'm not editing hours of C5 spaces. You can find me in that server chatting about NFTs and answering basic Terra Luna questions. The link to the server is in the show notes, and for more information, check out OrbitalCommand.io. Terra Spaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For Terra spaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening waking up like a basement dweller stepped out the door and heard racist yelling 2020 what an ugly shit show staring at the fucking rick roll from the get-go looking outside the whole state's on fire the fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars and replace the writers with ai just like us emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The mercs gonna cash cow country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be soulful, spitting that molten lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle and offer it to the god who hit the gas Full throttle, blasting off in a rocket The many people who will see
7: things happen to them that are in their favor say oh someone's looking over me that's a a fascinating phenomenon when that happens and when you analyze those situations what you find is is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to
0: understand statistics and probability. Ditching these writings, living that life like Who would've guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick We've gone through a whole lot of kings here Cutting off heads just to bring cheer Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up When you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk On some first-time buyer's luck Alexa, set a reminder And remind me to buy a bunch And put your hands up if you fuck this year And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare And put your mask on just to go outside Looking at the planet about to downsize So, climate change
7: will not make Earth uninhabitable Climate change will make Earth a living hell In fact, I I live in New York City where in our harbor we have staff to reach her left elbow that takes out all of New York City and basically every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization.
0: Spaces